0: Happy Thursday. Today we're tackling a very hot topic, to meal plan or not to meal plan. I'm gonna talk with you about the pros and the cons of what I believe are so important when you are determining whether or not a meal plan will work for you in eating disorder recovery. Friend, listen in to today's show and share with a friend or someone that is going through the recovery process, as this episode will surely get your mind thinking what is gonna be the best for you? All right, sister, let's jump right in. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. The Journal of Eating Disorders says that recovery from all eating disorders requires the normalization of regular eating patterns and that research has shown that the goal is best accomplished through planned and structured eating. Today, sister, I'm gonna be talking about meal planning and I am gonna be talking about the pros and the cons of what this could look like in your eating disorder recovery process and journey. The first thing I wanna say today is that I am not a registered dietitian. I am simply a recovered anorexic and I have decades of experience in this field and my own personal journey with implementing meal plans and different variations throughout my recovery. So I do encourage you if you not have a registered dietitian that you're working with that can help guide you through this process to just ensure that you're working with someone that knows what is best for you and your body However, I will just share the services that I provide help support your recovery process. And so meal planning and different variations of it is important and imperative to help realign your body back to its set point, back to its freedom point, especially when it's been malnourished for such a long time. And so with my private clients, we actually work together to be able to help provide what is best for you and how you're going to thrive in the process of recovery. And the reason why we do that and the approach I take here is because again, I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm not prescribing meal planning advice. However, I fully recovered because I decided to try all the things, figure out what worked for me, apply it in my own life. And then I decided that in working with my private clients, allowing to provide some meal patterns and framework around what that looks like for them is extremely beneficial. And so if you're needing help and support from a recovery coach like myself, I would love to work with you. We work on the here and now and actionable steps that are going to take you to the road of recovery all the way to freedom. And I do highly encourage that you work with a dietitian if you're looking for structured support around specific meal plans. So today I'm going to talk about to meal plan or not to meal plan. And the truth really here is that the best meal plan is the best meal guide that's going to work best for you. And I know that's super annoying, but every single one of you is different and thrives in a different type of recovery environment. And you're gonna be able to recover in your very own unique way. Personally, this is what I love because I feel like personalized support and one-on-one support is so valuable because it allows you to work directly on this personalized approach with what is gonna be best for you. However, I am gonna talk about meal planning because it's a topic that comes up constantly in our industry and in our circle. And again, all of this is from my level of perception. So feel free to take it or leave it today, sis, but here we go. So meal planning is essentially deciding your meals in advance. I'm just simplifying it because when we think about meal planning, many of us think about the good, the bad. And so I wanted to do today's episode just to define that the very things that we find may be good, others could also say is a con. And so when we talk about the pros and cons of meal planning, really it's gonna be relative to you. It's going to matter as to what is gonna be the best approach in your recovery for you, and especially at the level of recovery that you're at right now. When we think about meal planning in terms of fad dieting, these are typically established under diet culture trends, normally without a registered dietitian providing them And normally they limit tons of nutrients and are highly restrictive when it comes to calories. And when we think about meal planning, that's what we think about. Like, I have to stick to my meal plan. I have to restrict, restrict, restrict. But when we're thinking about meal planning in recovery, it's actually the opposite. So meal plans in recovery can help establish an essential framework that is going to ensure that you get adequate nutrition they can actually be the standard or the benchmark to help propel your healing journey forward. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about this. A pro to meal planning is that they provide clear and direct structure. So if you want to know exactly what to eat and when to eat it, especially if you're dipping your toes into recovery and you really are not sure where to even start when it comes to food because you've had this unhealthy relationship with it for so very long, I mean, what does it even look like to eat normally anyways, right? So if you're asking yourself those types of questions, then meal planning can actually help you because it does provide clear and direct structure. However, in that same statement, it can also be a con because it can become very obsessive and are very rigid, and you can get to a point with a meal plan that you're not wanting to steer away from what's on your meal plan. And so therefore you're still avoiding social settings because you need to check the box of what's on your recovery meal plan. And so you're avoiding going out to dinner with friends because it's not exactly what's on your meal plan, right? So we're still kind of viewing the meal plan as that diet culture type meal plan and not really using it as a framework or a benchmark, like a standard to set ourselves against. That's something I just wanted to point out to begin with. And another pro that a meal plan can provide is, especially when you're in the early phases, it can ensure that you are getting adequate nutrition. Think of it more as like a prescriptive thing, right? So again, a dietitian will prescribe a meal plan to you that you can leverage and there's different versions. You might have an exchange type meal plan where you're looking at food components. You might have more of something that I leveraged with my dietitian was the rule of threes. And essentially, that worked wonders for me. And it was a standard that I could adopt. And it didn't happen overnight. But I won't go into too many details on this one. But think of three meals a day, three snacks a day, three food groups per meal, and no more than three hours apart. And that was simplified, it helped me, it established something to set a standard towards, especially when I did not know where to start. But in terms of your malnourished body and where you are right now, it can help solidify a safety net for you in early phases of recovery. On the flip side, some can feel like a ton of food and therefore when you have it all written out in front of you, I remember when my dietitian handed me the sheet of paper and it was like everything for the entire day. I literally turned to her and said, "You want me to eat all of that? Like there is no way." And I say that not to trigger anyone listening today, but simply to just be transparent with you. It felt like a ton and so it caused anxiety and overwhelm for me. And so in the early stages, I was able to kind of form my own menu by design. And so that's what I talk about with clients and how I think about food in terms of eating disorder recovery, because what's gonna work best for you might not work best for me. You might want a structured meal plan that you can follow every single hour and a half, three hours when you're eating next, or you might not. You might want something that is going to ensure that you are getting adequate nutrition, but is it also going to give you some flexibility to be able to not have such rigid rules? So another pro with meal planning is that, let's face it, we've all got tons of stuff on our plate. And right now, if you've been limiting or restricting your food intake, you probably don't have a ton of energy and even less energy to want to prepare your own meals. And so with a meal plan, you're preparing in advance. So this leaves you less time to second guess what you're having, which essentially is going to give you some space to not shut down because you're super overwhelmed thinking about what to eat. So you just decide not to eat. I remember so many times opening up the refrigerator and thinking like, what is it that I'm going to eat? What am I giving myself permission to eat? I know I'm in recovery and I know I should be eating more. And so that created more guilt and shame. Like I wasn't doing this the right way. Then I would shut the fridge because I was overwhelmed with like what options I had. Right. It caused confusion, but confusion's from the enemy because confusion is going to want to keep you stuck and trapped in eating disorder brain and behaviors. And having a plan is going to help you when you don't have the energy or the motivation to keep yourself accountable. And so if you can have some set things that are already prepared, foods that are in your fridge, things that you can, I call your go-tos, then this gives you that ability to not second guess. What I did during recovery is I would keep granola bars like in my purse when I was running around because I couldn't give myself the option oh, I'm just busy, so I didn't get a chance to eat. No, like there wasn't that option. I made a plan in advance to where I always had something readily available. And so a meal plan can certainly help with this because you always have something on hand that you can pull from and choose from. A con with this, however, is that sometimes cooking and preparing meals in advance, it just seems too hard and searching recipes trying to come up with how you're going to change your schedule to prepare meals and I mean just thinking about food in general right now can be super overwhelming and it's going to cause some anxiety it could potentially cause some anxiety and so it's important that you know we recognize like what is best for you personally Is searching recipes going to lead to you obsessing over the calorie contents? Is it going to lead to you writing out an ingredients list, which is going to lead to everything sugar free and restrict, restrict, restrict? Like if all of that is going to cause that, then the question I would ask for you is, is that really helping you or is that harming you? Right. And so, yes, it's so much easier to pull from things that are already made. But there are some other strategies that you can do as well if just that structure feels very rigid. Another pro with meal planning is that it is going to create less anxiety for the most part. And it's going to give you the feeling of, I have some control because I've planned in advance and I know what I'm doing, right? I've given myself that permission And I can create a list, I can go to the store, it's gonna reduce time in my day because I know what I'm doing and what I'm getting. It allows you to manage your expectations in advance and give yourself that permission to follow your meals in advance. So you already have positive intent when you're sitting down to prep for a meal or eat a meal. You already know what you're having. It's a mechanical type thing, and this is extremely helpful in the early phases of recovery. The con, however, is that maybe the grocery store just gives you anxiety in general, or maybe it's super triggering. And so while yes, it can be less anxiety driven, if you have a plan. It also can create some anxiety if you need to go to the store regularly, if you're following these rigid lists, and so maybe you're in the store trying to stick to your list and something catches your eye and you're like, oh, I would love to buy that, but then you're not granting yourself that permission because it's not on your list, right? And so therefore, it's creating this dance of flexibility in your life. It doesn't have to be black and white, And if you're not wanting to add anything extra to your cart, or you create all these rules even within the grocery store, then maybe sending someone else to shop for you is a great strategy that you can explore in this process of recovery. A meal plan is simply to help you from becoming overwhelmed. So sister, if you are feeling more overwhelmed, then try something else. And a meal plan can bring so much confidence into your life. Plus, it can be used as a tool that is going to grant you some flexibility, and it also can change over time. For me, when I try to think about my own experience with different types of meal plans, I really felt like I thrived in one that I designed with help, obviously, from things that I had learned over time, but it really helped me to be able to change over time and adapt and as I got more secure in food choices, it gave me some freedom to be okay to swap things in and out. Here are a few tips for a starting point. If you're committed to your recovery right now, but you're just struggling to begin, and you're even considering like if a meal plan is gonna be helpful or harmful for you in the place that you're at today, I want you to write out foods that you enjoy from each major food category, each major macronutrient category. So what carbs, what proteins, what healthy fats can you turn to right now? I talk about this one of the first episodes on the podcast, and we talk about really what to eat when you don't know what to eat yet. And so you'll want to go back and listen to that episode because I do believe that's going to provide some clarity and help support this process for you. But once you can list out some foods that you enjoy from each of these categories, then I want you to do the same thing for your meals. So think breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack options, some things that you can turn to that are going to set you up for a nutrient-packed day that are going to give your body the ability to function at its very best. And this can become a lot more liberating than it can be daunting, right? When you think about other certain types of meal plans that are out there. And then I want you to just sit with yourself and commit. Can you make a commitment to your future self and to your recovered self in making a list from this starting place and really honoring your body with your nutrition? Think quality. Over quantity. There were so many different things that I remember doing in my recovery, and also even when I was super restrictive, where I would allow myself certain things, but they weren't the best in terms of quality of food. It was like turning to a rice cake versus, you know, peanut butter or just really weird, awkward choices. And I'm sure that you can relate on so many levels of those safe foods that you tend to go to. But I want you to honor your body with your nutrition this week and really think about the quality of food and think about how you can implement some of these strategies of what's going to be best for you as you plan to add more food into your life, as you plan to banish some of these behaviors that you've been doing. I want you to honor your fears as well. Because right now it's so important to honor what you feel is scaring you to death. Like if you're scared to gain weight, but you know you need to eat more, like sit with those feelings. Be committed to what you currently need to take one step forward. Can I have somebody in my life go grocery shopping for me? Can someone else prepare my meal tonight for dinner? Can you choose options that could be already pre-made? This is your life. What do you need to support your recovery journey? This is you versus you. Don't try to do it all overnight. Literally get rid of that black and white thinking and give yourself some compassion and grace as you go through this process. But I want you to set a standard by your design and make it non-negotiable. Then do your best towards that standard each and every day. So another quick thing about meal planning is that it's the gateway to intuitive eating. And for me personally, it enabled my body to begin to trust itself again as I was feeding it more regularly. And therefore, this helped those hunger cues and those fullness cues, because when you've been restricting for so long, you don't even know what it's like to feel hungry anymore. And therefore, supporting intuitive eating was something that it didn't just happen overnight for me, I had to start following something more structured for a little while and then creating what felt super flexible for me so that I wasn't so rigid in my every single day eating the same thing every single day. And that propelled me in the right direction to a more intuitive eating place. You can listen more about intuitive eating in episode 44, so you'll wanna go check that out. Really, my point of view that I take with my private coaching clients is to empower you and to leave you feeling uplifted because you decide what works best for you. And that's where a menu by your design can work wonderfully. And yes, meal planning, tips, strategies, patterns by dietitians can certainly help you on so many levels to set that benchmark and that framework. But that you are going to follow what is best for you you can learn more about actually a very similar recovery meal plan that I leveraged in my own life in the very beginning of my journey. You can find that out on my website at lindsaynickel.com. And I've also have a free resource out there. That's going to help you begin this process. As you start thinking through like, what are some of these foods that I truly enjoy in all of these major food group categories And how can I integrate them more naturally into my day, into my life? And then I want you to really start beginning to challenge yourself through this process. And again, it's gonna depend upon what phase you are in recovery, obviously. But the point is to get you on the right path forward to do the next right thing. Today, the purpose of the show is to not really sit with do I need a meal plan and what kind of meal plan and what needs to be all in the meal plan and isn't my meal plan right for me and should I be on one, should I not be on one, how do I write one, what do I eat? Like all of that is super, super anxiety driven and it really comes down to deciding what works best for you and maybe you need a plan to help you decide and create that structure in your life in advance right now. And maybe that will kind of help you propel you forward so that you can have like, what does normal eating even mean for me? Like, what does that even look like? But also maybe that can become super overwhelming and therefore you find yourself really restricting in the process of it because it just feels like so much. And that's where it's important to really lean into what is it that I need to do the thing. So at the end of the day, your recovery is your recovery. Your journey is your journey. What worked for me might not work for you. And it's so important to think about your needs. What do you need to be able to start getting adequate nutrition into your life? What do you need as a starting point to challenge yourself, to commit to recovery, to commit to nurturing your body like it needs in order to thrive? i truly believe that a meal plan is helpful to avoid becoming overwhelmed in your life and it can bring so much confidence to you as well but friend i also feel like it's so very important to do what is best for you therefore i want to empower you today to create something that's gonna help do just that write out your foods from each category write out what you could pull from for breakfast lunch dinner and snack options and then commit to making this a priority in your life. I can't wait to hear from you. Come join us in our private Facebook community. You can find us in the link of the show notes below. And sister, if you're looking for support, reach out to me. I have got a couple ladies that I'm bringing on that are new to coaching this week. I'm super excited to start working with you all. And I've got a couple slots left as we approach the holidays. So you'll want to get on in, and if not, get on the wait list. Friend, I'm here for you. I see you. And until next time, I hope you have a great rest of your week and weekend. Keep on fighting the good fight. Keep showing up for you, and keep being committed one bite at a time. All right, girl. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, girl. Before we end today's show, I just want to remind you that it is so important to get some good quality support in your life. If you need more help with nutritional needs, I encourage you highly to reach out to a registered dietitian and somebody who can specialize to your exact needs and develop a meal plan that's going to work for your exact needs. And if you're looking for recovery support, of course, I'm here for you. But I just wanna remind you today that today's show is from my personal experience. I do truly believe in the value of meal planning. I absolutely adored my dietician and all the support that she provided me. And I believe that whatever you decide for you, you can change it. There's no set in stone strategy, sis. So I just wanted to share today's episode with you to encourage you, inspire you, and to help you through the healing process. All right, girl, talk to you soon. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.